Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The year is with Red and Bobby. Like we all dream mm. about getting a lot of money. We dream. Yeah. We sit and we dream. But having like a really nice, like a flashy sports car yeah. just makes me think, oh, you just really want everyone to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's different to having a really nice house. I'd love to have a really nice house. Like I dream of having money so I don't have to impress anyone, yeah, whereas yeah. some people want money just to impress people. If I have money, if I had like infinite wealth, I am walking around in stained sweatpants all the time so no one knows uh no not so no one knows just because that's how i want to live mm. i can finally live the way i want to live okay oh, bobby did you brush your teeth today did i brush my teeth today i think what you mean to say is do i brush my teeth anymore <laughs> and the answer is no because i'm worth three billion dollars <laughs> what's my plan well i'm gonna eat as much sugar as i can and when my teeth rot out of my mouth i'm gonna buy new teeth so every month you just go to the dentist and get new teeth yes and then they say bobby you kind of stink why are you wearing those clothes when you're worth three billion dollars why am i wearing these disgusting clothes because i pay you to be near me and i can wear whatever i want yeah don't you want to, like, go to parties and mingle with people? I do. And I want to be so powerful that when they speak to me and I stink and I'm disgusting to look at, they have to tell me how good I smell just in the hopes of getting a bit of my money. <laughs> That's what I want. That is my money dream. Yeah. My money dream is to be a beyond-the-pale slob. Also. Yeah, I have a mansion, but is it clean? No. It, every And I could get a cleaner, but I just, I, my dog would just shit everywhere. This sounds like the worst rich person and ever. And people walk into the house and they say, oh, I think your dog had an accident. I say, it wasn't an accident. That's just where he goes. <laughs> accident implies I didn't train him to shit in the kitchen. <laughs> And people say, oh, do you have a mohawk now? I say, no, no, no. I just shower so rarely that I can stick my hair into a grease tip. I love having a grease tip. It'd be so 
So you'd be like secret millionaire. What's that show? You know, when they have a secret, as one of them's really rich and they get a job in the yeah, place. I'd be a great secret millionaire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'd get the job. I'd have to, I'd be so disgusting. They'd have to give me a job volunteering at a homeless shelter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the homeless people would complain. <laughs> that you stand. That I was disgusting. <laughs> They'd be like, listen, we're having a tough time, but this guy is fucking awful. Can we get rid of him? And I'd say, I like your honesty. Come live with me. Yeah. And then... They, I'd clean my house for them. What, for the homeless people? Yeah, I don't want them to have to live in my filth. Okay, but I nice. would, that, that, that would be, when, when they called me disgusting, then I'd say, you're an honest man. I like honesty. No, no, fair enough. Come with me. But only if they were having a tough time. If it was someone else that was rich and they said I was disgusting, I would buy their company and fuck their wife. But you'd be so smelly that you probably couldn't have sex with their wife. Listen, you've seen these ugly men mm-hmm. who have so much money we have to pretend they're not ugly. No, who? The people whose networks we hope to appear on someday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, them. Those people. Well, those hot guys. <laughs> those hot guys. Listen, is Elon Musk really an attractive man? He's not. As billionaires go, he's not that bad. But there's nothing about him. He's not... No one looks at him and thinks, hot guy. They just think, well, no deformities. Yeah, for a bit, I just mean, yeah, it's like, you know, when everyone goes, Ted Bundy was hot. It's like, yeah, for a serial killer. Elon Musk is is attractive for a billionaire because most of them are disgusting. Yeah, and they're disgusting because if you're really attractive, you need it. Like, you don't, if you're super attractive, you don't need billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The men who need billions are the men who are not going to get praise any other way. No, it's... it's we also... are those men. What? Who could be billionaires? Yes, we are gross enough, unpleasant enough. I don't agree with this, but yeah, carry on. We could do it. Okay. Well, you don't want a Porsche, then, is the roundabout way of saying that. <laughs> no, I drive one if like it was offered but it's also a two-door it's because it's such a fuck you thing to have a two-door car isn't it like nope one other person no one else allowed what i like about a sports car is it says i don't have kids or i don't see my kids yeah yeah i know someone who got a sports car and he's he's got a new girlfriend and they both have kids from different relationships and uh they just bought a sports car two-door and you go, what message is that sending everyone else? <laughs> Mummy and daddy bought a car for when they don't want to see you. Yeah, basically. Our Porsche 911 yeah, yeah, is yeah. for when you are awful. <laughs> and then we go away in the car and have real fun, which we've never had with you. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about driving gloves on previous episodes. This uh, Porsche has, uh, has massive driving gloves energy. It's the uh, it's the I strangled the nanny because she's pregnant with my child. Driving gloves energy <laughs> is what you... I'd say about Porsche. And no, if you're listening and you drive a Porsche, sorry, but these are the facts, and facts don't care about your feelings. I also would like to say that if you have a Porsche, please give it to me. Yeah, because even though I don't want a Porsche. I might need to live in a car at some point, and it seems like a nice car to live in. I'd rather a bigger car, but yeah, if you're going to live in... No, I, I don't... The bigger the space, the more obvious it is, it is you live in your car. Whereas if you have a tiny car, 
You just sit in the seat, you go to sleep, you wake up, you're back. They might just think, oh, he's just been to, like, the MOBA Awards and is crashing out for the night. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like it. Yeah, like every night. <laughs> Living in a Porsche. <laughs> every night, people see you and think, wow, that guy doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> but if you live in a van, they're like, wow, that's he's having a tough time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out in the van. Have you ever driven a Porsche? Never. I've never driven a sports car, I don't know. What's the coolest car you've driven? Volkswagen. <laughs> Probably. What? Like a Volkswagen what? Golf. They're quite good. I like a Volkswagen. Golf. Yeah. Well, what have you driven? Lamborghini. No, you haven't. You only just passed your test. <laughs> you failed your theory eight times. I failed my theory seven times. What's funny is that drive. you call me stupid. Or you failed your theory like eight times, yeah. It's a, we live in a country... I'm not from this country, and there is a vernacular for driving in this country that I'm not familiar what, with. Different sides of the road. No, different sides of the road. <laughs> also, like, you left, just call left, things. Left, different. left, left, right. <laughs> no, it's because you have like terms like what? Do you know what a like a stop? No, <laughs> child in the road. <laughs> Don't hit. I know that one. Yeah. Live and learn. Yeah. Regret. Yeah. No, because you have terms like. A red route. Do you know what a red route is? Red? Yeah. It's my route home. No, see, you have no idea. You wouldn't pass the test either. What's a red, what's a red route? It's uh, for people with orange hair only allowed down it. No, exactly. You don't know. What is it? No, I don't remember now. I've, I've already forgotten. But okay. it's a thing you have to know. Yeah. And I didn't know. Well, fair enough. So you criticized me for a test you couldn't even pass. No. But you... <laughs> You'd be sat outside the theory place with a Porsche. Porsche, and you're just going and sleeping in it. I must pass next time, and then I can finally leave <laughs> leave this parking spot. I've done nothing but eaten WH Smith. It was for so three embarrassing. Weeks. I'd go into that test, and uh, they'd be like, uh, Can we see your license? They look at the license, and they, then they say, What do you do for a living? For some reason, they needed to know that. I'm like, I'm a comedian. And the lady'd be like, I've never heard of you. <laughs> cool. It was this place in Croydon, and I stopped going to one in Croydon after, like, the fourth test. Yeah. Because I couldn't handle the shade this woman threw at me every time I failed. Like, if I'm going to fail, I at least want someone to be nice to me. So you had to go to a different district. Then I tried going to Southwark. I booked that in. Turns out I booked the wrong day. Showed up. Couldn't get in there. Had to go back to Croydon just to see the woman's sad eyes again when she was like, oh, the failure comedian has came back to fail. Yeah, that's that must have uh, that must have stung. You're the slowest driver in the world, though. I am. I've only ever, I've, I've hardly ever, ta- only overtake on the motorway. That that very rarely do. I just don't like. It. I don't like going that fast. I also think if you're in a hurry, leave earlier. <laughs> you know, I would drive like if you've got a if someone's pregnant in the car and is giving birth, that's a reason to go faster. But other than that, I don't see any... People make it like their personality that they drive fast. And you just go... I would say if someone's giving birth, you should stop the car. No one wants to give birth at 90 miles an hour. Well, I'm trying to get to the hospital. What if you stop the car and it's like... Oh, you mean in labor? If they're in in labor. labor. Yeah, she's in labor. And you go, all right. (laughs) But, But if someone was actually giving birth... Yeah. You'd stop the car, right? You wouldn't... You wouldn't speed up. I don't think it helps a baby What's it? You'd come a... out of the womb by speeding up the car. But then you've got to get to hospital. No, but 
sometimes you can't get red just for your future reference. If someone like if the if the head has started to come out, you don't slam on the gas. You stop. You do. You gotta get to hospital. <laughs> no, this is no. You know you're wrong. You call an ambulance. What? So you you just pull into a McDonald's and get a McMidwife. <laughs> you, you well, you just you do whatever you need to do, but you don't. You wouldn't speed up if the, if the baby is like coming I'm getting, out. I'm getting to the hospital. Um, I'm sorry. This isn't. Uh, I don't live in the Amazon jungle. Uh, I we have the NHS here, so I'm I'm taking it and they're dealing with it. It's between them and her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I get you, Bobby. You can pull over if you want. How how close is your nearest hospital to here? I don't know. A couple of miles. Well, I would have googled it if I were you. Yeah, but there's one where there's a hospital. Yeah. You can Google it, find out, plan your uh, best route. I could. Yeah. When my mom, my sister was giving birth, my mum drove her to the hospital, and uh, she, my mum, put the hazards on her car. <laughs> it's like a, she thought it was like a siren. <laughs> Did it work? No, people just didn't know which way she was going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like, do like, you coming through hazard? And my sister's in the back, nearly giving birth. <laughs> Sniper, Charles Whitman. And I've never heard of this. Oh, I've heard of Charles. Yeah? Yeah. He uh, killed 14 people and wounds 32 from atop the University of Texas at Austin, Maine, building tower. I think he was the first guy to really go for it. He killed his wife and his mother. That's not ideal. No. It's always weird when they go, well, the wife and the mother, you go, he must have lived with both of them. You know what I mean? And just I don't know. He could have drove <laughs> between. That's so weird. Yeah, he uh, he got in a night. He got in a clock. Maybe tower, he married right? his mother, not in real. But you know when it's been the saying, "You married your mother." Yeah, and so he married a woman who was like his mother, but he hated his mother, so mm. it didn't make sense to shoot one of them because then there's still the other, <laughs> the other head there. So you got to get rid of both the <laughs> both heads. <laughs> Calling them the heads. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they he uh, he was the first one to really go for it. Yeah, well, this because uh, you didn't used to hear about stuff like this. You know, there was nobody had a why for him either. Nobody. Like, no, and my grandparents are American. There's no like, oh yeah, I remember when that spotty kid, and we all had to duck under the table while he murdered on. You know, it's it's that seems to happen all the fucking time now. And none of this was he. Um, yeah, I remember watching a doc on him, and at some point, uh, there was a guy, like just a random citizen, and there was a cop with a couple guns, and the cop was going to go up and try to take him out, and the random citizen was like, deputize me, and he deputized this random dude and gave him a gun, and then they went up together and fucking took him out. That's good. That's the only time I've ever heard of that happening. Yeah. Ever. Because they always go, oh, we need the guns. Cause da, 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 and you go, no one's ever shot the fucking guy. Yeah. Ever. He shoots about 15 kids and the teacher. Then he shoots himself. Yeah. No one ever gets the guy. No, ever. They never. No. And uh, the guy, well, they've all studied school shootings. So whenever they, if they want to live afterwards, they do it. And then they go, I'm finished. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they yeah, just yeah, go, yeah. They go, I don't have any weapons. I'm done. Yeah. And then they're like, now I get to be on trial. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. Enjoy that. It's no one ever gets them ever, and it's it's fucking insane. It it's, it can happen so much, and they don't care. Yeah, like the gun people do not. They won't hear a word against it. And also, I love it. Then they're like, "Well, we need it in case the government turns around." It's like, "Yeah, you're going to beat the army, are you?" Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> the militia, the American military <laughs> with drones. Yeah. They're going to come down, and Cletus is going to be stood outside with a pump action. 
and just pop, pop. Yeah. Have you ever shot a gun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it feels amazing. Of course I do. I did it with a, a Trump last week after opening for Ricky Gervais. <laughs> no, I did. I, I've shot, not like a prop, I've shot a shotgun. It's great. It feels great. Once you hold a gun in your hand, you can't actually put it down. Do you, you get that? The feeling of power. Yeah. Especially if you're a short man like me. When I hold one of them, I go, oh, I this, is, this is what being tall must feel like. <laughs> That's the first time you've ever admitted to being short in your entire life. Well, it gave me the confidence when Napole- Napoleon is really, he's a sort of Lizzo for short men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, I feel good about it now. I'm owning it. <laughs> you look at him and you yeah. think, yeah, we're I'm small and beautiful and angry. <laughs> yeah. Negative and small. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go pick fights with everyone I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it does feel good, doesn't it? Yeah. That guy. What was his name again? Charles. Charles Whitman. Yeah. Let's check out. They shouldn't give these people Wikipedia. <laughs> the name. Fuck me. He looks like a fucking Nazi. Look at that haircut. <laughs> that makes sense, um, though. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I thought he's going to have dreadlocks. <laughs> he he fired at random people for 96 minutes. He's also 25. It's like, come on, mate. Oh, no. I was thinking of a different guy. Oh, so you don't even know about it. Oh, my God. He killed his mother and wife in respective homes, so he definitely he traveled. Mm. Um, and then he got multiple firearms, indiscriminately shooting at people, buildings, clock tower, there he fired. For 96 minutes. It's a long time. Shot dead by often police officers. That must have been a satisfying. When I hear 96 minutes, I was disappointed he only got 15 people. Well, Surely yeah, what the fuck did before? Like, in, during that time, yeah. I think, uh, well, you're, I think uh, it wasn't like, the, it's not like he was shooting up Times Square, you know. So the, I've, this is actually unfair on Whitman. It says, Whitman killed a total of 16 people. The 16th victim died 35 years later from injuries sustained in the town. Come on. Now, <laughs> now, now you just They could have been a vegetable, though. We no, know. you're, 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 you're <laughs> putting his, stuff on him now. That is his fault. <laughs> I think he should be exonerated from that one. (laughs) Yeah. He still tried. It's still still attempted murder. Fucking hell. That's so bad. He killed his wife. Um, Cause of death, multiple shotgun wounds. Yep, you you deserved it, Whitman. I'm not a gun guy, but you fucking... Oh, my God. He was a military vet. Should have kept him in the military, I think, where his... uh... Well, this is what's funny. He was extremely intelligent. An examination at the age of six revealed his IQ to be 139. To us, that just sounds funny, doesn't it? Yeah, that's low for us. I love it when someone goes, he was really intelligent, his IQ is 140, and I go, ooh, watch out for the genius. (laughs) Idiot. Um, Yeah, fucking hell. This is great. So they found a... They found a tumor in his head. Okay. Um, They thought that the tumor could have contributed to his inability to control his emotions and actions. Um, they they theorized the tumor pressed against his amygdala, a part of the brain related to anxiety or fight or flight responses. So it could have kept him in like a constant like state of fight. Have you ever, you know when you meet someone who's like a train spotter or has a really weird hobby where they're like an autograph collector? Yeah, and you just go, thank God that you're mental this way. Do you know what I mean? Thank God. Oh yeah, I, that I, it's not. It's stamps and not guns that's your thing. I was in Denmark 
Mm. And someone came up to me before my show and was like, Bobby, can I get an autograph? And like literally no one in Denmark except this person knows who I am. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I signed it. And it was just like, what are you doing? Like, so you'd gig in Denmark, Bobby. That's what we... Denmark's... <laughs> what has Denmark done? The Vikings. <laughs> they was... weren't nice. Was that... I don't think that was Denmark, was it? It's all of Scandinavia. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Um, yeah, but no, but he likes to keep it as a mentor. Mm. Yeah. I got asked by a kid in Edinburgh, probably about 15. Can you get out of my way, please? <laughs> he said, can you please put your penis back in your trousers? I'm just a boy. No, Wait, he asked what? me to sign. What? <laughs> he asked me to sign something. If you're listening, thanks, mate. It made me feel good. He's not. He, he listens to the podcast. 15. Well, I don't know. He might have been 18. But his mum he came with, and watched my Edinburgh show. Right in. With the putting your penis thing away, you said, I'm hoping we're 18, actually, <laughs> for your sake. Right in and say it was you, because we'll... Uh... Yeah, yeah Red, always, uh, Red always IDs kids before <laughs> showing his penis to them, just to make sure they're Excuse 18, even though they me, look younger. I just check your 18. <laughs> yeah, before. Oh, I know God. this is still a crime, but I just... <laughs> Um, unless you're the Marine Corps, that always seems to be that sort of thing. 18-month tour of duty with Marines at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Maybe he was part of that. Have you heard of that program where they juiced him up on acid for like a year? Well, that's just a conspiracy theory that you're saying. Then, right? No, you're making up MK a Ultra. You're, it's you're... making it up. Manson and Whitey Bulger both went under MK Ultra t testing, and then both were released and both killed loads of people. Did a YouTube video teach you that? No, I heard it on the Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's red. Well, so you don't think the army did tests on people? I'm, I'm sure the army did test on people. It's just when you're quoting, I heard it on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's a, it, it's an it's Well, Bernie Sanders has been on there. You better than him. No, it's just a, it's an indictment of your sources. Is what I would say. <laughs> Where do you get your stuff? From? Uh, literature. I read. Yeah, I'm a big reader. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, he did well on his. Oh my god. Well, not is that good? Two hundred fifteen out of two hundred fifty possible points on his marksmanship test. By the way, I read that first. Going, did someone grade him on it, the shooting? That was at the in the army. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was... That wasn't someone going. Well, say what you want about him. I gave him two hundred and fifteen. Fucking hell! <laughs> a reviewer was in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just he, check it out. He was a good. He was a good uh, shot. Whitman was never an actual sniper, or close to being one. It counts for the Jody's disappointment and the lack of kills in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jody's first thought. Yeah, you notice that he said ninety minutes. He's like, would have thought he killed a few more. <laughs> yeah. Jody's disappointed. Jody, Jody, Jody is like one confidence boost away from being a mass shooter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he just, he would never. Aren't we all? No. <laughs> oh my God. No, this is fucked. Shortly after his enrollment at the university, Whitman and two friends were observed poaching a deer with a passerby recording his license plate number and reporting them to the police. The trio were butchering the deer in the shower at Whitman's dormitory when they were arrested. That's not that crazy. That's disgusting. Well, you've eaten meat. Yeah, but I'm not going to butcher a thing in your university shower. That's like, cause I lived in a university hall in Edinburgh. It's fucking disgusting. The showers are tiny. Imagine trying to slam a whole deer. In there. Yeah, but what would be useful about that? No, but this is like an American locker room shower that's huge. It was in the dormitory. 
Yeah, but I think it would be a big. Also, that's a good room to kill it to to clean meat because then you can wash it down with the shower head. Mm. I really get where they're coming from. Okay, fair enough. If you, you if I had to put your room in any house, I'd you choose. Yeah, the okay. Well, that's do, why I do it in always, a field. That's why you know when the mob kills people, people always walk into that plastic room in the movies, and everything's covered in plastic. You know. Yeah, you wouldn't want to see that. No, Imagine, <laughs> I bet you people have done that when you're in the mob and you're actually just painting and decorating. Like you're like, I'm just going to change the cut, and you invite a friend round. And they go, ah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, I, oh, fuck, I know what this looks like. Sorry, and he ends up shooting you. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Real risk, that. Um, Whitman earned a reputation as a practical joker in his years as an engineering student, but his friends also noted he made some morbid and chilling statements. In 62, he remarked to a fellow student, a person could stand off an army from atop the main building's clock tower before they got him. Fucking hell. Here's the thing. I uh, Just shoot yourself, you fucking cunt. Let's say at some point I get a big tumor in my head, right? Mm -hmm. And then I go and I just go shoot a few people. No one would be surprised. Okay, let's not. We don't need to go there. (laughs) But you know that. Have you had that in Canada? Did people think he's a shooter? Because guns are legal there, aren't they? There are some guns. Because I would not be surprised. (laughs) One... You, you, isn't it? If we were casting for a film about a school shooter, he'd be two on the nose. I'm thirty six no, years old. I, I know. Would be a school shooter. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like twenty one Jump Street with a horrible <laughs> yeah. twist. He's going back to school to kill everyone. <laughs> He's pretending to be a student because he wants to kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But yeah, go on. Sorry. But I was like, now I've lost my train of thought. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I freaked you off. Oh, we're practical jokers. Um, Whitman is a volunteer scout. If that's the, if that's the, if that gets you back in. I don't know. Okay. Mm. Yeah, he bought binoculars. It is a big building. He was high up. Typing a suicide note. Don't really need one. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. I do not quite understand what it is that compels me to type this letter. Perhaps it's to leave some vague reason for the actions I've recently performed. I do not really understand myself these days. You can say that again. Lunatic. I'm supposed to be an average, reasonable, intelligent young man. However, lately, I cannot recall when it started. Maybe when you started fucking killing deers and cutting them up in the shower. I've been a victim of many unusual and irrational thoughts. These thoughts constantly recur, and it requires a tremendous mental effort to concentrate on useful and progressive tasks. That was the blurb for your Edinburgh show, wasn't it, Bobby? (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible. It's quite chilling to hear. I think it, it might. Well, so just don't write it down. You're just nuts. Just shoot yourself. Maybe for this guy it was the tumor. Maybe the tumor did it to him. Mmm. Mm. You know what that means, though. Whenever somebody gets cancer, oh no, we have to put them in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, there's this guy in the '60s had the tumor. Just had killed a bunch of people. We're worried about uh, you tumor people killing. Wait, what? There's oh, no God. evidence. It was one guy. And he's asking wishes. He goes, "Can you cremate me?" After I'm dead. I hope they didn't. I hope they stuffed him. They did the opposite. He froze and stuffed him. <laughs> and, and now he's just a sext. A rich businessman bought him. Yeah. And he just gets passed around in a tower somewhere. <laughs> no, he shouldn't get to be in a tower. He liked towers. <laughs> no, he would like it to. Not if he's getting fucked by rich men. Maybe he wouldn't like that at all. Maybe he would. Oh, my God. He called in sick for his wife after he'd killed her. But it just seems un- pointless, doesn't it? Um, well, yeah, that's the, he's like the first then, isn't he? But people always, 
read these things and then they're always looking for motive you know they're like why yeah, why well, and it's like i don't why know would you kill people but they're not wired the same way we're wired there's no why no no though hearing baby shark on repeat in your car the other day <laughs> there is a why i think sometimes. <laughs> um it's a good song groundbreaking takes baby place shark do 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 baby shark do you can keep talking do 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 baby shark just to give people the feel of what we've overthrown like the heart. captains of this ship baby of shark. this plane <laughs> daddy do not shark, disrupt do, us do, we'll do, be landing do, do, shortly daddy and negotiating daddy shark do 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 daddy shark Mommy shark do 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 do. People are meant to listen to this. They're meant to listen to this for fun. Mommy shark do 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 do. Mommy shark. Then this is actually my favorite one. Grandma shark do 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 do. Grandma shark do 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 do. You don't like it. It's meant to be entertainment. This podcast. Do 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 do. Grandma shark do 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 do. Okay. Groundbreaking takes place for the World Trade Center in New York City. Grandpa Shark do 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 to do. Grandpa Shark do 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 to do. Grandpa Shark do 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 to do. Grandpa Shark. And then 9 11 happened. Grandma Shark do 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 to do. Grandma Shark do 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 to do. Grandma Shark do 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 to do. Grandma Shark. Bet they didn't see that coming when they opened the building. Uncle Shark do do. You stop talking. Yeah. Why? Because you're singing. Well, this is enough. You were born, uh, to my, my research for the podcast, you were born in the same year Mike Tyson became heavyweight champion of the world. Okay. At the age of 20. Yeah. What were you doing at 20? I just learned that Mike Tyson is 20 years older than me. Yeah. It's good maths. Well done. Thank uh, you. What, what were you doing at 20? I don't know, stand-up comedy. I was pretty good at it. I think I, and you already started. I, in a way, I was the Mike Tyson of stand-up comedy at that point, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the champion of yeah, comedy. The champion of the world. Unhinged, but brilliant yeah. in, the, in the... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, 20 years old. When he was 12 years old, I looked into it. He, he weighed uh, as much as I do now and wow. was taller than me. That's a fat 12-year-old. <laughs> well, he, he, was, he was ripped. It was all muscle. Oh, I see. Like, yeah, 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 you, yeah. The fact that at some point there was a 12-year-old who was way more ripped than you are now is great. I don't like these. I feel like I'm in a fucking baby outfit. Why? Well, yeah. For anyone, for anyone watching, we had to we we got a green screen here, and it's very exciting. But we accidentally did a blue screen, and then we needed colors that go with what were that don't fuck up the green screen. Yeah. And all we all I had was these two pairs of, of sweatpants, baby's clothes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why we look like two like adult giant babies. babies. No, you look like one that's gone to like a fair and they put a shirt on no, it to I, make I, it look I funny. I want to look nice for my, I, you know, I at least put an effort in. You just look like H and M brought to life. They're your clothes. You're someone who you're someone who is actually you are H and M, whereas I am somebody who would be a model for H and M. Well, they are doing a uh, disability drive in the fashion industry, so I think you would be fine there. I don't know what that means. Well, it's they're trying to shine light on people with uh, who aren't generically. I don't. I don't want to. Uh, yeah. What are you? What, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that they'd put you on, and people would go, "Oh, he looks a bit weird." It's nice that they're giving people who aren't, you know, generically uh, normal looking you, to. But what do you mean by that? I mean, it's a nice thing. It's like when they have like large people in campaigns. They also have. Red, you're you're a large person. 
yeah, and I'm willing to be in the campaign. But it's good that they shine light on you as well. So Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Did you ever get to see him fight? Uh, yeah, I watched him fight Lennox Lewis in 2001. I wasn't there. I just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I meant, did you see him fight live? Not Have you ever watched him on YouTube? Oh, no, I've, I've watched him, yeah. No, I never saw him fight live because I would have been 10. Yeah, well, that would be a good thing for a 10-year-old yeah, yeah, to do. Yeah. So while you were lying in hospital, Mike Tyson is, is knocking people out and putting them in hospital. He was, uh, yeah, tw- 20 years old. So you just started stand-up comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and when did you start? When you were 19? I, I did start when I was 19. So you've been going a year? Yeah, so I'd been in comedy. He'd been in boxing about a year or two, so we were about equals, I would say. No, he started very young. He started like 12. He was adopted by a boxing trainer. Yeah, well, that's luck. I wasn't yeah. adopted by a clown. <laughs> by a magician. Clown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that same leg up yeah. that Mike Tyson did by being adopted by... <laughs> Bill Cosby adopted me when I was yeah. 10. And that, was probably, that gives you different issues. Yeah, told me his punchlines. Yeah, no, exactly. You love boxing, though, don't I you? I do, yeah. Is, I... Do you think is Tyson your favorite boxer? No, Muhammad Ali is the obvious one. Yeah, but Tyson's more fun to watch than Ali. I don't know. It depends what you like, you know? I like fast knockouts where it looks like someone's (laughs) going to die. Oh, my God. Don't you? Yeah, That's what we all want. We all just want... You just... We all watch. Well, I went and saw live the other day, and uh, not the other day, I saw recently, um, Joshua Usyk fight. This guy in the first fight got punched, fell over, and was, like, shaking, and suddenly I felt bad about paying to do this. Yeah, I guess seeing on TV, you feel disconnected when you're in the room. No, when you're actually there, it's and you see the stretchers come out and stuff, and you go, Ugh. How was it being amongst the boxing fans? It was horrific. It was uh, 68,000 of the worst people I think you could get in the world in, in one place. So it was like loads of... Uh, I was walking to the stadium, and there's like thousands of people. I got abused on the train on the way there. Did you go alone? No, I went with my wife. Uh, I bought the tickets for a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this to you before, but what a bowling ball gift. That is a classic Homer Simpson birthday <laughs> present. Hey, sweetie, I know what you'd love to go to see boxing live I bought for me a your haircut. birthday. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she loves the boxing. So um... Yeah, I'm buying my wife golf clubs this year. <laughs> Men's golf clubs. Let's say Bobby Mayer yes. on them. No, it's uh, no. So we walked. Uh, I got abused on the train. People started singing a song about me. <laughs> wait, wait, what? You say that like it's so normal. What song did they say? Who's people? These, Do, who these, were they? These horrific elderly men, about fifty, sixty. Um, a group of them were staring at 50 me. Fifty or sixty of them? No, they were fifty and about fifty to sixty years old. Okay, uh, I could have taken them. Uh, easy. How many were there? Uh, five. And what were, so they looked at you. Did they say anything before they started Well, so singing? they were looking at me and then Rosie, my wife said, oh, I think those guys recognize you from comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie is too supportive. I know. And so I was like, I don't think so. Um, and then, uh, and then they, they started going, Oh, Pablo wears white socks and shouting Pablo wears white socks. And then they made a song out of it. And well, I sat there, and I tried to like go. Oh, very funny! Because wait, he, do you? We need to hear the song. He's like Pablo wears white socks. Was it to the tune of anything? Uh, it was to the. I can't remember the fucking tune, but do, 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 I can't remember. But they had a they had a song. They're probably used to making up songs about people on the train. That sort of people. You think that's their hobby? No, yeah, they're just they're just pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what did? 
What did Rosie do? Did she sing along? She she was like, oh no, she didn't sing along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she got up, made out with one of them, <laughs> threw a beer at me, and, and then they stabbed you. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't seen her since. No, they uh, they they shouted that and they started uh, uh, chanting, "Sell us some cocaine." And that's because you look like. Well, it's just because I got the tash. So they think you are. No, they just it's they don't. It's not even like a respectful. It's not thing. a Pablo Escobar thing. It's not. Well, it's, it's just. I just, think it's clear. It's clearly in reference to Pablo Escobar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't mean it in a, like a cool way. They, Red, no one thinks that they mean it in a cool way. That is not, not what I'm saying. Okay, I thought it was a, a, a <laughs> sign of respect. Like you look like a former billionaire. Yeah, <laughs> former. Actually. I mean, you look like someone who made billions of pounds. Yeah, which I don't know. I think he probably made U.S. dollars though. Yeah, made all sorts of uh, different types of currencies, but yeah. So I got off. I got off the uh, got off the train after that because I tried to like be you know go um, and uh, smile at them yeah. to uh, to like go oh yeah good joke you know acknowledge it and uh, and then this guy was like oh they're, they're, he's smiling at you and the guy started glaring at me so they're like they didn't want the joke you know what I mean like. They, they they wanted you to mock you and then beat you up. They wanted me to sit there and stare at the floor and take the mocking without because I just thought, oh, defuse the situation by being like, <laughs> you guys are so funny, you fucking. And then, assholes. but they just weren't having that at all. So we got off the uh, the train. I don't know what I was thinking. I I had this vision of me going and like sitting in a stadium and just sort of watching this event in a pleasant. I don't know what I thought was. But we got out and there's just crowds of people walking down the street to Tottenham Stadium. There's this guy walking along with a packet of Coke, snorting it off his key as he walked. Just ev- like everyone who'd won a fight in secondary school had snorted two grams of Coke, put on their best shirt and, and come out to, to watch two athletes go at it. That's how they should pitch boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, it was a... But so you sort of think... Um, so I've been to football games before, and football is a percentage of that, but then a lot of it is um, like adults with their children and stuff like that. And this was just the worst guys from all the all the sports there, ready to go. Do you think they were the worst guys just because they a few of them made fun of you? Are you, no, are you no, judging no. a crowd of 70,000 people it, because you were mocked? It didn't start my day right, you know? It wasn't so, the start of your day. It was like 10 at night. No, but I mean, in the day is in the, that event. It didn't start the event. And then how was it once you were in the stadium? It was horrible. I have vertigo, which uh, I don't even think it's the correct word for fear of heights. Apparently it was just... That's not what vertigo means. Yeah, but everyone thinks it means that. So I'm just, I'm, you know... No one thinks it means that. That's not what vertigo means. Vertigo means you feel like everything's spinning around you. You, you have a fear of heights. Well, there was a film by Alfred Hitchcock called Vertigo, which is about fear of heights. Okay. And everyone got on with that. I think that's true. I might be wrong. But um, that's why everyone thinks it's called Vertigo. Okay. Most people. So I, we were high up in the stadium <laughs> and I'm blind so you I couldn't didn't see. Even, so you didn't even buy your wife good tickets. The, the good tickets like eight grand. So what you bought, you bought, bought her the, the shittiest tickets. Uh, 250 all in. You don't, need to, you, you don't need to brag about the price of your wife's birthday <laughs> present. Yeah, I do. Because I need her to come back. But no, I... Uh... <laughs> if you're listening, he's sorry. <laughs> I I went there. Went, we had to go up high. So I was like shitting myself because of the high. And all these like, you know, muscle bound guys. And they all have like tattoos of, of women they're no longer allowed to legally see. 
on their arms <laughs> and I have to like walk past them but I'm scared of heights so I can't like what I want to do is grab onto each shoulder as I'm walking but they're so they're terrifying so I sort of lean down and just walk to my seat as uh as gently as possible and then you got to watch your your who's your favorite boxer at the moment a joshua fury watched uh watched joshua so, but you love joshua right yeah he lost he did was that painful for yeah, you yeah it was really painful but i couldn't see properly because i'm blind and i don't <laughs> like glasses because i look like <laughs> an idiot just, in them you're the only person i know who can't see like i could wear glasses but i don't, I don't need them but you what need... What do you mean you could wear glasses? Like, sometimes when I'm reading, I squint a little. Yeah. But you need glasses to see. Yeah. Like, far away. I can see your face now. Yeah, that's not something to brag about, Red. <laughs> that just means you're not blind. But just... there's a lot in between not blind and, like, 2020 vision. Yeah. So I could... All I could see is, like, these fucking horrific men in front of me screaming abuse at the, was there a screen you could watch the yeah boxing but even on? that was like straining my eyes <laughs> so you didn't even really no. watch the boxing and then i was you of, paid money just to be amongst people who bullied you yeah and, and listen too... to your hero lose yeah well that's what you get for getting your wife a bowling ball present okay well i she likes the uh, she does like the boxing. Uh, I don't think she wants to do it again. Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to tr- you have to try she... stuff. What did you what did you get Harriet for her last birthday? I don't remember. Well, it was a, a, just in the flow you of probably it, you forgot. know. I didn't forget. And you got her a dog. No, that was Christmas. Oh, I got her a dog. Christmas, and then yeah. at her birthday, I was like, remember when I got you that dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to carry it over. Mm, no, fair enough. And this is me demonstrating my credentials for the podcast. Yeah, this is the thing. You do have a tutu in history, but whenever it comes down to explaining Oh, history, I'm always a year out or two or ten years out. And it's often uh, not correct. But if you want to be a nerd and Google it and write in, you can. Right, it's not being a nerd. You spent, What did you do? for? How do you have a tutu in history and you're so ineloquent when talking about history? I was volunteering. What do you mean you were volunteering? In, uh... What are you looking at? At shelter. I'm just trying to find a charity that I was working for. <laughs> oh, uh, Google nice charity. No, I don't know what I was doing. Nothing. What did you learn in university? Did you do, a, a, like, a thesis or something? Or a PhD? I did a dissertation, yeah. What was that on? <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe we can Muhammad do an episode. Maybe we can do an episode on you, whatever your dissertation was, was so Muhammad you can Ali. sound smart. Yeah, it was on Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Okay, and what what did you learn about Muhammad Ali? Just he was just pretty pretty cool guy, you know. <laughs> that was what you wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you just like... said <laughs> your said, dissertation was said, Muhammad Ali, pretty cool yeah, guy. Yeah, and just said, look, it speaks for itself, you know. What the piece of paper? But we're just just said, look, Ali, he does the talking, and then uh, and then handed it in. Did what? Do you remember what grade you got on? I the had essay? to retake it. It was I got twenty five percent out of a hundred. <laughs> I, 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 I've never heard of anyone doing that badly in a university. I, well, I looked it because I did it in like two days, and I looked at the. How paper long back. was it? Ten thousand words. You wrote ten thousand words of a Dolly in ten two days. Yeah, and then I went back, and when they sent me back the marked bit paper, I saw that the first two paragraphs were identical. <laughs> so I like copied and pasted wrong. So it was on a losing foot, and the lecture was so narrow-minded you couldn't get past that tiny human error, which we all make, as our man in Chernobyl found out. Yeah, They didn't notice you had plagiarized the whole thing. No, it wasn't plagiarized. It was just I copied and pasted my same 
So the first four paragraphs are the same as the second four paragraphs. Do you think you could find, do you think you have this dissertation anywhere? I could probably find it, but... I, we'll, I'd like to read it we'll on the We'll be in a different year by then. Um, yeah. But no, so it was... Uh, no, when we do the year of Muhammad Ali's birth. Okay, we can go into that. We can read your dissertation. 1942, live. I believe. I might not be right there. It's it, 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 give, or, <laughs> give or take a couple of years. <laughs> give or take a few years. But um, yeah, no, it pumped up the word count, but the, the, word, count, <laughs> the word count doesn't count if the words are the, the same. Hi, 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 hi. Yeah, I know. So I redid it uh, and passed. So that's a story for anyone out there who uh, is uh, is on the floor at the moment. You can get up, you can brush yourself down, and you can win. For Anthony Joshua, for example, should take. Uh, he hasn't won. He lost. He lost, but that's what I'm saying. I lost at first. So, so wait, you, I you should got do a motivation. 25% mark on this dissertation, and yeah, then what happened? And then I retook it, and I passed. What was the passing mark? You had to get 50. Did you get 50 of on course, the Of course, I passed. No, yeah. well, no. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, but what it, was the passing mark? You, you can look. Was it 50? 60? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was around 50. It was, <laughs> it was closer to 50 than 60. That teacher just never wanted to see you again. No, they just said, I'll oh, get lost. But my point is, this is actually an inspirational story. And uh, if Auntie Josh's team are listening... I can come into the camp and uh, and give him a pep talk. Listen, as a lifelong loser, I know how you feel. Yep. Uh, Joshua Anthony. Can I call you Joshua? <laughs> his first name's Anthony. Yeah, but his last name sounds more like his first name. I'd call him Ant. You wouldn't call him Ant. <laughs> little Ant. I, I don't think you want to call Anthony Joshua Little Ant. <laughs> Unless you're a lot bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, 1% of boxing is. No, I think, yeah, it would be, you'd realize you can go back and make amends and win, which is essentially what I did. What do you mean, make amends? Make amends, like go and sort out the error you made before and make it right. Oh, I see. Go back. He can go back and beat Yusuke. If I can turn it around. And rewrite your dissertation. Was was the rewritten dissertation also on Muhammad Ali? Oh, yeah. So did you just go in and delete the paragraph <laughs> yes, that you had? But, basically. But then you had more word count to fill. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and I couldn't find a source for something I wanted to say, so I made up um, a fake conference that took place, and they found me out on that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the fake conference? It was like a Nordic conference, because you can sort of add citations that blur the lines so much. So you go, well, this was said live, and then 1972, there is no audio for it. So I'd said, like the fifth Nord- Nordic Combat Sports Conference or something like that. And then the guy who obviously hated me so much because of the double copy-paste that he decided to, to be a little snitch and scrutinize my sources. Maybe it was just obvious that it wasn't a yeah, real it source. Yeah, it could be. It could be. But I learned, you know. And that's, that's... And what did you learn? You can always have another shot if you live in the West. <laughs> <laughs> How is it if you're not in the West? Just don't fuck it up, you know. So, uh, 1995, a few big songs released. My actual first ever uh, single I owned was was put out, and it was um, Michael Jackson's Earth Song. Okay. Do you remember that song? No. It's about the world ending, uh, and the video is incredible. It's him, like, stood on the ground, and uh, the world's falling apart. There's trees being ripped up. It's like this giant hurricane. He's dressed in white, grabbing onto trees and singing about how we're all destroying the planet. 
but it's it's like uh, it's like Imagine. You know what I mean? It's that sort of song when someone loses the plot and then decides they're Jesus and makes a song like that. But it's a pretty song. It's the right song. It got ruined in lockdown by those celebrities. But that song's of that vein. It's I'm a successful artist. I've done a lot of good songs, so allow me the one Jesus moment because I need it. Yeah. But it's just funny because he performed at the Brits in 1995 and Jarvis Cocker, um, a British rock star, jumped on the stage and tried to punch him um, because he was performing with loads of children. He was dressed as basically as God or Jesus, all in white robes sort of thing, performing the song. And uh, Jarvis Cocker jumped up and security had to jump all over him. And why did he punch him? Well, wanted to punch him because it was like you're pretending he's like blessing people and pretending to be like, you know, and he'd already had like four lawsuits from children's families against him at this point. But is that why Jarvis? Cocker- I think it was a mixture of the whole thing. It was a different time, so people didn't care as much then. You know, <laughs> the thought of a, a sort of accused paedophile right now coming on stage dressed as Jesus with loads of children is fucking insane. Yes. Whereas back then, he did the Brits, he would have done dress rehearsals, he would have done a sound check, they would have selected the kids from a modelling agency. What I think is amazing... No one went, this is a bad idea. Just imagine it's your kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been reading about this Michael Jackson fellow, (laughs) one of the most famous people in the world, and there is some children that say he had sex with them. Quite a few. Yeah. Um, now, either they're all liars for some reason, mm. and, uh, and we kids give, do tell tales. We <laughs> we then give Michael our child, or we don't, and they're like, no, no, we'll just give Michael our child for the night. See how it goes. Yeah. Well, it's like when Bill Clinton met, uh, you know, the famous lion guys, uh, tiger guys, Siegfried and Roy, was it? The Vegas yeah. and says Bill Clinton met them when he was president and met their tigers, and they had uh, CIA uh, snipers zeroed in on the tigers <laughs> from balconies while he met them if my kids were to be in the michael jackson uh, song live performance that's what i'd ask for <laughs> <laughs> so if you see that hand anywhere near <laughs> take him out he was definitely a tiger yeah yeah but the song was number one no one seemed to give a shit it was i cannot stress how much the world has changed in this in this period of time from being from that being okay, and that wasn't much of a problem. Jarvis Cocker got loads of shit. He ended up getting locked in a room by Secret Service and stuff. Not secret, like Jackson Security or ex Navy SEALs. They locked him in a room, couldn't let him out and stuff like that. Because it's like trying back then. It's trying to kill the president, Michael Jackson. <laughs> but to just go on stage like that, I think you know, if I was him and those accusations were flying around, like my next music video would be me, like feeding soup in an old people's home to old people i feel like he's been vindicated now jarvis yeah 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 i think the decision was you know everyone would now probably... look back at that and be like yeah good for you <laughs> yeah 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 fucking hit him <laughs> who gives a shit yeah yeah i just <laughs> imagine being a runner on that set and just going is this have we not like, you know like yeah okay but pop stars were treated a lot differently back then. There was a lot more wiggle room. <laughs> <laughs> you think now, like, Zane's in shit for punching his girlfriend's mum in the face. Back then, it'd be, <laughs> that'd be nothing. That's the equivalent of Zane Malik at the next Brit Awards. <laughs> Getting on stage dressed as a boxer and sparring old women. <laughs> I don't know if there's an equivalent. I feel like there's not even there an equivalent. Pro- probably isn't. <laughs> Also, another hit single from that year um, was Cotton Eye Joe, if you remember that. Oh, I remember. Yeah. 
I remember that song because it was the first time I had ever hated something in my life. <laughs> I remember being like six because before that I disliked ice creams. You know what I mean? Like I'd not like people in nursery and stuff like that. You know, there's the kid what, I used to kick. What ice creams didn't you like? Just you know, occasionally get a dodgy one, like a mint one. You go, what the fuck is this? Do you, have you stuck with that? Do you still not like, no, mint, I don't ice like mint ice cream? It just tastes like toothpaste. <laughs> um, and if there was one thing we know about Red Richardson, he doesn't like to brush his teeth. I brush my teeth a lot. Um, but yeah, I just don't, you know, I don't, brushing my teeth is a necessity, not a leisure activity. I don't do it recreationally. <laughs> not like, oh, I might just go brush my teeth. Um, but this was the first time I'm going, this is so shit about something and going, oh God, there's some really cheap people out there. The lyrics, mm. I think, stand the test of time. They don't. Hey ho, Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. I've been married a long time ago. Mm. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? No, if it wasn't for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. So Cotton Eye Joe is marrying all the chicks, apparently, I think. This is what I got from it. But apparently Cotton Eye, as well, is, is like referring to like an STI that weeps from your eye or something. That's one theory about uh, what? Cotton Eye. Yeah. I had a quick Google before we started the pod. What do you mean there's a theory? That's Cotton Eye. Means. So, yeah, if you had like some syphilis or something like that... Um, <laughs> you'd weep from the eye. So you don't you put cotton on your eye. So Cotton Eye Joe is just walking around with a cotton eye patch banging everyone and this guy is not married because of him. That makes me like the song more. <laughs> That's that, one theory. Okay. Don't the, if the story of Cotton Eye Joe is it's a man in the eighteen hundreds mm. just fucking everyone's <laughs> wives. To the point where no one can get married because he's ruined all the women. Everyone's got syphilis. Yeah. The weird thing is the song was kind of like an STI because it just sort of spread and was bad. <laughs> but yeah, that was number one for three weeks. And it was number one in Germany for 25 weeks. You know. <laughs> so there was people who were Nazis. This is 1995 Germany, though. 1995, yeah. But there's obviously some people who survived the... You, wait, did you just say there's Nazis? No, there would have been surviving that... Nazis. 95 <laughs> you're talking yeah. about yes of course yes, there's some but i mean they would have been quite old yeah but they still love cotton eye joe because it was number one for 25 weeks says a lot about the song i think generally the youth <laughs> determine i get the, the feeling it was anyone 70 and up was the like, youth no. are determining the charts <laughs> it's not old nazis in hiding being like I, yeah cotton eye joe i think it was it was old old germans who had newspaper clippings in the attic and uniforms they go dress in when it was very dark and uh, and dance to Cotton Eye Joe because it has that sort of feeling. <laughs> it's a war crime that song. But Cotton Eye Joe has been in so many commercials and movies. They must be so rich, rich as fuck. And this is why I'm stupid because if you played it to me, I would have gone. If my son came up with that, I don't have a son. But if I did have a son, he was 15, and his mates. Were I playing, have a daughter. You have a daughter. So if my daughter, yeah, came up and was like, "Daddy, come listen to my band's new song." They played that. That's not how she'd speak. She'd be like. Dad, come listen to my band's uh, no, Okay, didn't. how is she going to speak then, Bobby? She, her, I, I think she'll Mr. sound like Mr. Voice me. Predictor. Really? She's going to sound like me. Like... So she'll say, hey, Dad. Yeah, hey, Dad. Got a new song. Um, and, yeah, that's how she'll sound. So yeah, do yeah, that yeah. voice. <laughs> hey, Dad, come check out my new song in the no, garage. she wouldn't say song like that. Okay. She'd uh, say, hey, tune. Dad, come check out my new song. My new song, yeah. And then she'd play Cotton Eye Joe. And i go, Bobby, I think you should have her sectioned. Because this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Have you thought about military school? 
Uh, I'd probably just say, yeah, it's nice. Mm. And then it comes out and it's number one everywhere, and you go, I always knew. I told you it was nice. It was. I told you it was nice, nice. Song. I'm so proud of you, <laughs> sweetie. And remember that management deal I made you sign when you were four. <laughs> I own you. Yeah, I own you. I want to get her into baby acting. Yeah, she's a great looking uh, baby. I mean that in a nice way. You know. I don't know what. Just ignore. I don't know what, what I said. She's a lovely looking baby. Wait, what? What do you mean? <laughs> it means your baby looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Some babies are ugly. You have a a nice looking baby. I'm not going to say hot. That would sound weird. <laughs> why would you say hot? Because no. I, I wouldn't. Why would and you say hot? Because I wouldn't. That's why I said I'm not going to say hot because that'd be weird. They have other words to describe babies. What? A uh, beautiful. <laughs> <No>. Smoking baby. <laughs> No! She's you, a 10. You just say beautiful baby. Okay. You say cute. You have a very cute baby. That's an option. You have a cute baby. That's a socially acceptable option. You have a beautiful baby. Another socially acceptable option. Not, you have a beautiful baby. I don't mean it that way. Like, you know, no, one is, no one assumes when you compliment someone's child, Red, that you want to fuck their baby. No one's, that's not, otherwise you wouldn't be in my house. <laughs> So, 77, um, American Roy Sullivan is struck by lightning for the seventh time. I've read about this guy. He was, okay. It's amazing. I've never heard about this before until today, but what? Seven times. Yes. <laughs> the odds of it are like one in a trillion. I looked, so it's one in 10,000, I think. For once. For once. So he defies all stats. Um, people said he looked like the actor Gene Hackman. Fine. Um, he said, though, he once recalled that um, people started separating themselves from him because they thought he was cursed. <laughs> he said, for instance, I was walking with the chief ranger one day when lightning struck way off in the distance. The chief said, I'll see you later. <laughs> 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 and just left him seven fu- times. You know what I mean? Like, that is, that is mental. You I've got- never been struck by lightning. No. But I assume it hurts a lot. A lot. He probably loses something every time it happens. Also, what does it imagine work? You got to ring him up and go, Yeah, I've been struck by lightning again. And they're like, What? <laughs> and then he, you know, he, at the age of 71, he killed himself. I know he killed himself. I can't remember who it was. There was a comic and they had a great joke mm. about how he, he killed himself because of problems with his wife. Mm. And then I, the, this is, I'm butchering the joke, but the joke was that he, that it proved that, uh, women were more powerful than god okay yeah. because god tried to kill him and couldn't well this is the thing the guy has you know seven times been struck by lightning you'd think you'd get the message and maybe he did <laughs> yeah. someone up there doesn't want me down here yeah. at all i just think it's weird to go through all that and then shoot yourself because you're kind of like but you're not really going through it it's a moment of pain followed by more pain you're just in pain yeah oh, not again fuck and you're, just, you're just hurting <laughs> like going through it it's not like it's a harrowing experience it's just a very painful experience followed by more pain it's just he had a life of suffering yeah, just and being then shot himself and hurt um he <laughs> they used to nickname him the human lightning rod <laughs> 
<laughs> Recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records as the person struck most times by lightning. <laughs> what, what a record! But is there? So, I looked at him. There's nothing about him that would suggest he's a sort of magnet for this. I don't know what. A, Does he? Yeah. Wait, he, you expect him to look like a giant magnet? <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, you just wonder why him? Why this guy? What is it about him? He doesn't have like massive ears or anything. I don't know. I don't know what lightning <laughs> likes, but you know what I mean? Like someone who looks like a target. He doesn't really. Yeah, um, I imagine someone who'd been struck by lightning would be shaped like a lightning rod. Yeah, exactly. First documented lightning strike in 42. Hiding from a thunderstorm in a fire lookout tower. Not a very good hiding place, it turned out. The question is, though, did he live in a place where lightning struck all the time? I feel like he must have. Like, it's not, you know, lightning must strike more in one place than in others. Yeah, yeah. And he must have lived where lightning loves to be. Well, there's a place in the desert in America where there's like a lightning, st- where they have huge lightning storms and people go out and like stand in it when they're like tripping and stuff. It sounds horrendous. I feel like he d- would not want to He go. was not doing that. He was not doing that at all. Um, there's a bit here where he's talking about how he felt the... Sullivan saw a storm cloud forming and drove away quickly, but the cloud, he said later, seemed to be following him. <laughs> when he thought he'd finally out, he'd outrun it, he decided it was safe to leave his truck. Soon after, he was struck by lightning. <laughs> it's, uh, but it does seem like to be personal, doesn't it? Yes. And that, the second time, it was reported he saw a cloud, thought that it was following him. He tried to run away, but was struck anyway. His hair caught fire. <laughs> this is, yeah, this isn't a great life, is it's it? Not, yeah, he didn't like, it's not like he overcame anything. He was just tormented. Why? I would have not gone outside anymore, I think, you know? Can just, you get struck by lightning inside? That's a good question. Well, no, unless you're like sort of half in the window. Well, then, yeah, after the third time, yeah. second time, I would have stopped leaving the house. Maybe the first. You know. Not the first. That's <laughs> the first one in ten thousand. That's going to happen. I just like that he's always running away from it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you ever see that M Night Shyamalan movie, The Happening? No, no, no. It's a terrible film. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. About like there's something in the trees. Okay, okay. And uh, the trees, and and then people just get the urge to kill themselves. <laughs> so they're all trying to run away from the trees before they want to oh, kill okay. themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But uh, if I, it, it feels like that, like his nature is against him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is it's funny you say that because this, this is the final time he got electrocuted. Sullivan was struck while fishing in a freshwater pool. The lightning hit the top of his head, set his hair on fire, trampled down and burnt his chest and stomach. Sullivan turned to his car when something unexpected occurred. A bear approached the pond and tried to steal trout from his fishing line. So he had to fight a bear. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he struck the bear with a tree branch. He claimed this was the 22nd time he hit the bear with a stick in in his lifetime. So he's hit 22 bears before. So not <laughs> that only was the twenty second time I hit a bear in my lifetime. The guy struck by lightning. He had also fought twenty two bears. <laughs> yes, yeah. Maybe it's you. Yeah, I think it is. What did you do? Why no, are you cursed? Everyone wants you dead. <laughs> yeah. Do squirrels try and bite your neck when you see them? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Have you what? ever had it where uh, you know when you're driving, the earth opens up in front of you and tries to suck you in? <laughs> Where the devil himself tries to pull you down to hell? Because that happened to me the other day. Yeah. Do foxes follow you home? Trying to, just biting your feet. Oh, God. But you see, he's had a movie made about him. 
a short film called Don versus Lightning. <laughs> um, yeah, it makes think, it sound like it was an active participating war. You know? Lightning won. When yeah, you ate the gun. I, I do th- yeah. Oh God. Oh, uh, so he was in Virginia, which has a relatively high lightning rate. It still, doesn't you know? I don't know many people who've been <laughs> struck by lightning seven times. Fascinating story. Yeah, and seventy-seven as well. Um, I know you're an alien man. I'm not an alien man. <laughs> you like aliens? I do. I... So we should make you an alien man. Okay. Okay, so the Big Ear, a radio telescope operated by Ohio State University, receives a radio signal from deep space. The event is named uh, the WOW signal for a notation made by a volunteer on a project. So we heard, we got radio signal from deep space. Is there something out there, Bobby? Are we forgetting Mm. that in 2021, Mm -hmm. Barack Obama Mm. went on late night TV and just said, yeah, there's probably aliens. Mm. And then we just kept going. We, how is it <laughs> that there was, there was a pandemic? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But then also we found out the future of humanity has arrived. Yeah. And it's been here for a while. And we're all just sitting here. No one really cared. No. no the government like, mm. has probably has videos Amazing. that they're not releasing. <laughs> And we just don't ask. No. I want to know so badly. What would happen? Well, the thing is, we're either going to kill all of them or they're going to kill all of us, aren't we? Okay. No. Why? Because if they're advanced enough that these aircrafts can move at the speeds that they're moving in these videos, they could wipe us out if they wanted to. Yeah, okay. It's like saying we're going to go at war with chimpanzees. Okay. I think we'd, we're, we're winning that war. Okay, yeah. No, no, they would, there's no, they're not, we're not fighting them. Mm-hmm. They are beyond us. How do you know that then? Because there was a video where this, they're following this little tic-tac around and it moves like thousands of miles in a second. Ooh. Well, that means they're quick. Does it mean they're smart? <laughs> yes, it means they're smart. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds a bit too fast for me, I've got to say. I can't remember the numbers, but it's insane. Okay. So there's very speedy aliens uh, with big brains. Yes. Messing around around us. Well, we don't know. We might look like pigs to them. They literally probably just think we're like, you know, just trough <laughs> dwellers. <laughs> we're, we're, DNA-wise, we're not that different. Like, mm, they, you mm. know, we don't look. So why do you think they're hiding it from us? I mean, I don't think they are hiding from us. They've shown themselves to us. No, why do you think the government would want to hide it from us? Because it would cause mass well, panic. Too scared. What's the Area Fifty One? Have you looked into that? Where everyone's. I don't know it? enough about it. I'm not like the thing is. I'm not like an alien guy where I make it my whole identity. I'm they just seem to be like, like lunatics. Those I'm people. an armchair, hopeful person that within my lifetime. I'm not sure. I want loads of really smart people who quit coming here. <laughs> they're not people, they're aliens. Well, yeah, I'm not, not, not up for that, mate. Sounds a bit much to me. They probably just can't be asked with us, can they? They've got, no, yeah, I think they just check on us. It's like, a sci- it's like a science project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Barack Obama said that. Yeah, I do remember that. It's just like a... But why is no one like... Yeah, I, I don't know. that You could just fill us in a bit. Yeah. I'd like to know what, like a few things. Well, they act like it's a national security issue, but it's like... You have no technology that could stop these creatures from doing anything they want to do if yep. they exist. So 
it's more just like a hey let's wait and see what happens if you mm, 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 mm. like it's like just tell us what's going on yeah 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 please B- before we're all uh wiped if out. i was a, if i was a make a wish kid that would be my wish what to learn about aliens to learn where the aliens are i've that thought about that i've thought about faking my own because when you're dying, you have an amazing power and that you can tell people you want things and you get it. Mm-hmm. And it, I think about sometimes just faking it and then saying, <laughs> I just want to, I'd like to see the new season of Ozark. Uh, That's what you do. Before it comes with your... out, I want to know where the aliens are, who killed Kennedy. Give me a list. Oh, yeah, just... that would be great. Yeah, being able to go through files, because I'm a bit of a nosy gossip. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love to get my hands on some secret government files and just yes. go through them. I'd like to be a spy and go on one mission. Yeah. What would you do? Beat a guy to death with a can of tuna. <laughs> I love that we established that's what you do after two hours with no light. Yes. <laughs> Artificial light. <laughs> die! You're going to fucking die! Oh. I'm going to eat your family's fucking face once you're dead, <laughs> doctor. <laughs> All right, final segment. Mm-hmm. Dick of the year. Yes. Yes, back by popular demand. I think we have a couple options. Okay. We have baby Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was probably a dick, to be honest. I don't think he was a peaceful baby. We have rioters. Yeah, the looters. We have the lady who uh, I left on the stairs. No, I'm checking. We have Son of Sam. Son of Sam. It's got to be him, doesn't it? I think the dick of the episode Mm -hmm. is you. Why? Because you left a woman during what you You... thought was a terrorist attack because she was tired. You have been plotting about killing people with a can of tuna for the last hour. I haven't been plotting it. Also, you want to make a lie about having cancer so you can get to watch Ozark early. Yes. (laughs) But you... She didn't want to come with me. This is a. I'm talking about hypotheticals. She'd rather ISIS than me, and she didn't want in to come this, with me. In this real scenario, mm. Red, where you thought you could save a woman's life, mm-hmm. you left her. No, uh, I didn't stay with her. You are the dick of the year. <laughs> no, it can't be me. Well, I was son of Sam. Listen. Yes. I'd never met this person. It was her choice to stop there on the third floor. I wanted to go to Son the Son of fifth Sam floor. killed a lot of people, but he was mentally ill, Red. And people with mental illness have, you know, it's harder for them. You know, them. Sonny the dog told me, your dog told me to leave her on the third floor. Oh, really? <laughs> In that case, I didn't realize it was yeah, your mental I'm illness. mentally ill, Bobby. <laughs> I didn't realize it was your mental illness that was causing you to abandon this woman. If, if my dog, Sonny, you were <laughs> the son of the terrorist attack. And yeah. If it was my dog telling you to do it, then I have a lot more empathy. And actually, I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. So, in that case, yes. The dick of the year is Son of Sam, David Berkowitz, for murdering people. <laughs> yes. You you nasty boy. Yes. Bad boy, <laughs> bad, David. Bad David. He should have been struck by lightning. Of all the people, this poor man, there's, you know, seven seven hits for himself, you'd think... That'd be quite a good uh, superpower. She'd be able to get people electrocuted. I'd be up for that. Uh, I do it all the time in queues everywhere. Someone pushed in in front of you. <laughs> Ow. Anyway, I think that's us about done, Bobby. That is. 
That was 1977. Yep. Thank you very much for listening. If you're enjoying this, like we said, fucking tell a friend about it. Let someone know this podcast exists. We deserve to be big. I feel like it's the best kept (laughs) secret at this point. I want more. We want it to be the, the worst kept secret. Yes, yes. Yes. Mainstream success. Give it to me. Yeah, please keep liking, subscribing, sending to all your friends. Leave us a review. Bobby, the tour's starting very soon, so go on bobbymayor.com. Is that right? Bobbymayor.net. Bobbymayor.com was stolen. We oh, talked yeah, about we this. talked about this. Bobbymayor.net. And get your tickets there. We've had some people writing in saying they bought tickets, so that's great. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, let us know. Thank you so much. And keep sending in years for suggestions, because as Ian found out, uh, much to his delight as he's listening to this, we picked his year because that's when he was born and because he's, uh, he's been a good listener. So be like Ian. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's, uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of The Year Is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.